everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Neb Golf Podcast from the Nebraska Golf Association. I'm Will Morris. Alec Tim's joining me. And Alec, we made it to Scott's Bluff. Yeah, the drive was, it was something. Um, got to see a whole new part of Nebraska. I've never been out here before, and I'm definitely excited to be out here. Yeah, it's been a number of years for me as well. Um, made the trip, I believe, to Sydney to go see some friends when I was a bit younger. But the first time I could really kind of process what I was seeing, and yeah, it was pretty spectacular. You know, you get into those sand hills. Um, I don't know about you, but it just, it's really interesting to look at, especially when we got off the interstate. Yeah, I mean, making that trip, you know, going through you know, towns like Ogallala and um, up past Chimney Rock, up here to Scotts Bluff was definitely interesting. And I, you know, I specifically remember texting you because yeah. we'd driven separately and I was like, man, you look out and just rolling hills and prairie grass and you think you could put a golf course literally anywhere out here and it would be spectacular. Yeah, you really kind of understand what uh, Core and Crenshaw were talking about when they just found golf holes out at Sand Hills. Because, yeah, you kind of look around and you're like, ooh, that could kind of be something. And they, there's so much good land for that out here. Yeah, it's definitely a golfer's paradise. Um, so Junior Am and Girls Am kicking off tomorrow morning. You'll be hearing this will be today. But Alec and I are just in our hotel recording this before we get started tomorrow uh what you what was your first impression of scotts bluff country club yeah so today was set up day for us so out there just getting the course ready um you know reading greens getting depths all measured out and stuff and it's it uh, talk about it looked very well maintained like the course was in near pristine condition everything was ready to go and they even talked about they've gotten little to no rain this summer it, you could hardly tell i mean it, it yeah. looked spectacular nice and green beautiful views that's for sure as well yeah seeing the uh, monuments in the background is really something else when you're coming up some of those fairways but yeah no i was uh we were out dot and hole locations this morning and um we were rolling a few putts at them to kind of make sure we were picking the right spot you <laughs> they're fast yeah yeah i i was kind of embarrassed out there on the <laughs> first couple of greens thankfully uh there was only one person to see that and that was our, our full-time guy ben but uh, I do also remember um, telling him, I think we stepped onto that tenth green, I do believe. Mm-hmm. And I just go, you know, you look out and we don't have this out east, that's for sure. No, no, no views like this. And, um, you know, like you mentioned, those greens are looking pretty sharp and hopefully our, our players will be challenged by it. And I, I think it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, definitely a different part of the state. Um, one that I haven't seen as much. And if you can get past that, you know, seven hour drive or eight-hour drive however long it was it kind of all blurred together by the end of it but you know past that it's really spectacular out here um so yeah we get going tomorrow morning um alec what are we looking at for this championship or these two championships definitely well i mean i i may feel repetitive when i say this but exciting stuff coming yeah. forward um it'll be our first stroke play competition that we've had this summer we've had um, the men's match play as well as both the, the boys and the girls junior match play tournaments so it's going to be a different form of golf that you know competitive is in terms of an NGA perspective for for our players but um, a pretty star-studded lineup of, of guys and of guys and girls making the trip out here so I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do and some scores can be posted yeah it's going to be interesting uh defending champion josh peters is not in the field because he graduated high school and is now playing golf for uno but we've got uh junior match play champion from this year reed malik and last year lukaszewski both in the field um beyond that you know we got some of i think most of the top 10 boys and point standings are going to be in the field this week yeah someone that we you know we specifically want to highlight is uh 
Jason Colbus. He won this tournament in mm-hmm. 2018 and was actually injured last year, so mm-hmm. he wasn't able to uh, really have a chance at defending his title. So I, I guess you could say that this year is kind of his way to defend his title a little bit, considering he'd be the only defending champion of the of the junior am playing this week. So I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do. Yeah, so then on the girls' side of things, I don't believe our defending champion, Caitlin Hanna, is in the field this week. But um, Danica Bader of Aurora, she is going to be playing um, uh, fresh off her win at the Nebraska girls' match play. Nicole Colbis, Bailey Steele, all of them are going to be there as well. Uh, actually, most of, a, a pretty good amount of the girls' four-state teams going to be playing this week. Yeah, and uh, specifically looking at just a few different pairings from what we're going to be seeing, I guess, today. Uh, really good group coming up at 228 for the girls' side. It'll be Danica Padera, Maddie Schlapfer, and Bailey Steele. So highlight there. And then over on uh, Old 10 at 133, we'll have Nicole Colbus, Emily Carmazine, and Harley Hiltabrand. So definitely going to be uh, some interesting players to watch for and can see some low scores out of those groups. Yeah, I don't I, Well, it's interest, It's always interesting to see at these championships because you kind of really get an idea after day one what, you know, the scoring's going to be like. Last year, Beatrice was tough. It really put up a good challenge. So it'll be interesting to see if they can kind of put some low numbers out there this week. Um, so you missed my transition cue there, but talking a I little was, bit about I, girls' forest days. I was just, I, I have, I had something ready to go. <laughs> I can't fault you for that. But, um,. I'm back from Columbia, Missouri. Spent a few days out there uh, this week, this past week, covering girls four state. Now, let me tell you what those girls can play. Yeah, and uh, specifically, it's it's interesting to me that you know these girls are going out. And they're going to be playing together in, in groups, but they're going to be playing against each other. But just a week ago, they were out there on the same team fighting for Nebraska, and it, it looked like a great time out there. Yeah, you know, really good matches. Um, some of those other girls from other states were super talented um, as well. You know, Kansas had a couple of really solid players. Um, there's a player from Iowa, I believe her name's Briss Snyder, I think. She rolled off uh, four consecutive birdies in her back, round, or back nine on four ball matches. So, yeah, I mean, definitely talent. And Nebraska had some talent, too. They really kind of, you know, they hung with them. We were probably, um, I would say there was a couple matches had it swung a different way. Uh, it might have been a little bit of a different story for Nebraska. And we did have an unfortunate um, scheduling issue where we had to play only 27 holes on Tuesday instead of 36. Or, excuse me, Wednesday. But all in all, I think it was a really good week. Um, it's going to be exciting to see them back out here this week. Yeah, and Coach Colvis, from what, from what, everything that we saw from her, she was very, very happy with how the team played and all the different circumstances that go into it. And a lot of those girls were kind of seeing that course and just experiencing something new. And they really put up a good fight and came away with a, a solid second-place finish. Yeah, definitely something to be proud of there for those girls. Um you know, it's always tough not winning and coming close, but they definitely have a lot of pride to hang their hats on. Um, and from everything that I saw, it looked like they had a ton of fun, too. Yeah, no, they were really enjoying it. Um, you know, they get, I gave them a couple recommendations for places to go eat down at Columbia, so I ended up seeing them at Chipotle. <laughs> you know, um, but definitely enjoyed It's really cool to see all those players. Like You'll see that in Forest State and uh, Kansas-Nebraska Junior Cup as well. They really... Um, have a good time playing as teammates instead of as opponents uh, when they do that week in, week out all summer. Yeah, there's just great camaraderie in our state. And mm-hmm. that's, that's something special that we all share with golf is 
it is an individual sport that's so often you're playing against other people and you're trying to beat the person you're playing with. Mm-hmm. But then there's still that opportunity where you're able to come together and put on the same uniform and you know post your score together. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and the Country Club of Missouri was incredible, by the way. I was really impressed by the way that golf course was looking. Do you see? Do you see that aerial shot I picture or I posted of it? Out? Oh, of course, I couldn't miss that. Oh, sweet! Absolutely, it was definitely a treat. Yeah, that I wish I could have gotten a couple more pictures of that back nine, because it it was just really really nice. The bunkering is incredibly well done on that course. The greens were rolling, and it was definitely a great spot for that tournament. Yeah, we saw a couple highlights on those greens too of uh, a few girls rolling in some long pots. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, uh, so bringing it back a little bit to Scotts Bluff, Alec, we actually got to play a little golf today. Yeah, and you're getting out there. And you're on a work trip, and you're able to play <laughs> golf. I mean, that's... It's that, not, living at at life that point, right it's not a work trip. It doesn't feel like a work trip. You're Absolutely. having just fun. Absolutely not. And I, I think we had a great deal of fun playing out at Chimney Rock Golf Course in Baird, Nebraska. Yeah, a track that I did not know really existed up until a few hours ago, but it was a nice little place, you know. Um, it was a little nine-holer, and we went out and played a bit. We actually played as a six, uh, a group of six, which was really fun. Um, how'd you play? Or what, how would you assess your round, Alec? Let's go there. We'll go with, um, hmm, I want to put a number to it. I'm going to go with a 6.5. We can, go like, we can go like grading scale of schools. Okay, all right. So I'd say it wasn't horrible. Um, if I had to give myself a grade, uh, probably go with a solid B-. minus. Okay. Um, putting putting was a real strong suit for me today. Yeah, you rolled in some. Yeah, I had a little about a four hole stretch there where I, was, I had one putts only. Unfortunately, they were all for pars. <laughs> but you know, I I've always said I love the longer greens. It's what I grew up on. Mm-hmm. Just it's, for some reason, they roll right for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really a fun fun course. Kind of a nice hidden gem with some interesting holes. And Definitely. Uh, specifically, I think we were challenged the most in our tee shots. Yeah, would you like to go ahead and talk to everybody about what happened on the number one tee for you? No, eh. not. So I've never had the opportunity to play with all the NGA guys coming on as, as a newbie this year. And, I, you know, I was, I was feeling a little, little first tee jitters, as I think everybody does. Yeah, we were. All, everyone was asking for uh, – Craig Ames was setting up, a, you know, a little handicap system. And he was asking everyone, and Alec was the low, so... Yeah, I had to reluctantly say, yeah, I'm a nine. (laughs) Casual. You know, but... I I knew based on some recent performances that that number is going to be going up here pretty soon, and I was I had a little bit of a shake to my swing and I, <laughs> as soon as I took it back on that first tee. And of course, there's a creek about maybe ten fifteen yards. That was a tee hard box. tee shot. That was one of the most narrow tee shots I've seen anywhere. Yeah. For anybody that follows along with our content uh, regularly, if you remember that video from the junior match play of uh, that. It was the 17th hole, and it was basically like trees overhanging. You basically had a window that was probably 15 feet tall, 10 feet wide that you had to hit it through. We had one of those. Yeah, it reminded me kind of like a little bit of video game golf. Yeah. You know, trying to hit it through the window and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. uh, Unfortunately, well, I mean, I I hit it through the window, but like I may have chunked the ball. It like dribbled through the window. Yeah, about like 
maybe four or five inches behind the tee mm-hmm. and the ball just kind of dribbled into the creek and I kind of hung my head and thankfully though we had mulligans on the first hole you always got to go with the breakfast ball I'm a big advocate of the breakfast ball everybody needs it, especially when you can't get out on the range or anything like that you wouldn't you love to see PGA Tour players get a breakfast ball I think they'd love that <laughs> man I tell you. But so I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a great start, and I immediately went, "Oh no, I'm just going to embarrass myself." Today. <laughs> of course, uh, the interns were were a two man team. Will and I were pairing up together, and yeah, I'd be interested to see the results of that, by the way, because I'm per- I'm I'm not completely sure, but I'm like like seventy percent of me thinks we might have won. Yeah, I mean, we were only able to get nine, and we had to go back and. Uh, um, corral some tents. We had a nice. Yeah, nice, I got a little dust up of weather in old Scotts Bluff. Yeah, a little storm rolled rolled through, which we we've noticed out here in western Nebraska that storms just kind of roll right through. And mm-hmm. It just happens, you know. We don't really bat an eye about it. Yeah, it's pretty quick. There's not like the all. It, we at least we haven't seen it yet. It hasn't been like the all day rain that sometimes you'll get out in Omaha and Lincoln where a system will just like set up and then just stay there. Like these, these move through pretty quick, which is nice. Yeah. It's great for golf. That's for sure. But it did mean we had to go uh, take down some tents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, our round was cut short, but I, I think we posted a pretty good score. I, I want to say probably around 40 or so. And mm, considering, be something like that. considering our competition, I mean, not to throw shots at anyone, but I, I think we were the best out there. <laughs> yeah, easy for you to say. Uh, yeah. I'd probably give, myself oh C maybe a C plus um, I drove the ball better than you today by the way yeah yeah I know I, know. I, I hit a couple good ones but uh, it was it's definitely a tail I could I couldn't make putts yeah yeah we, we kind of had opposite games today that's for sure yeah no kidding we'd be dynamite on alternate shot today I was gonna say yeah if, if you could hit off the tee I, I think I maybe only hit one fairway today really it was, it was probably on the second hardest tee shot um, you had the road on the left. And, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I large. hit one. I hit one on that road today. Yes, yes, yeah. Large tree guarding the middle of the fairway with some some nice mounds out in the middle of the fairway as well. And somehow I found the short grass. Yeah, there was probably like I, I feel like there was a solid ten feet wide of fairway that you could see from the tee. You basically just had to fly it over that tree, close your eyes, and hope you didn't hear it hit it. Um, I, I took that out of play by just going like shanking one out of bounds. So yeah. I mean, yeah, that happens. I mean, you beat the tree. Yeah, no, completely. I did. I dominated that tree, but the road got me. Yeah, it always happens that way, unfortunately. Yeah, no, but yeah, really good golf today. I um, that so did you notice how dense that rough was? Yes, definitely thicker. Um, not, I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing, though. So many people, you know, complain that, oh, man, the rough is so thick and it's just mm-hmm. impossible to hit out of. But I think it just it adds an extra challenge because sometimes courses can use something like that and they can really just make golf more interesting, make you hit a shot that you might not normally hit. Like I specifically remember... I specifically remember you taking, I think, like a 56 or something from a place where you would not normally be hitting that as a full shot. Just well, I don't have the longest iron play. Thank you for bringing that up I'm in front just... of me. But no, it was definitely like a one club rough. Like, yeah, I definitely remember like because the the it was such a good test because it wasn't the longest course, but the fairways were tight, and if you got off the rough, you were adding a club. Yeah, and... Because you, you were not going to have a perfect lie. I'll go ahead and take a shot at myself here. When I, Whenever I dribble one with my incredible top left spin driver, 
and I'd be in the rough over there, and I'd still be, you know, maybe 250 out. There was there was no way I was pulling three woods. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm laying up here. Absolutely. There was just no no chance. And I think that's just it's something special where it forces you to try and hit the fairway. Yeah, definitely one of those courses where you would have to – I'd have to be fairly confident with my driving that day to pull driver out of the bag on a lot of those holes. Yeah. And thankfully for me, if, if I was just able to hit the center of the green today – I was usually going to roll in that putt, so that was pretty nice. Yeah, I still, I'm still very impressed by your putting ability today. That uh, I never played golf. I think that was the first time we played golf together. But uh, you, yeah, you, you rolled it in. Short game is about the only thing I have going for me. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, I when's the last time you played before this? I play. I'd actually played this weekend. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. A um, little bit more Western golf. I'd like to give a special shout out to uh, Cross Creek Golf Links here <laughs> in Cambridge. Um, great hosts out there. Uh, the golf course, they're, they're still working on it, trying to get everything recovered. They've dealt with some flooding and some um, some changes just in everything with that golf course. And it's, you know, it's a really neat layout out there. And you're playing very different golf holes um, all, all throughout the 18. So I was able to get out there and play with, with some friends out in Cambridge and had a, had a really great time. Unfortunately, did not play very well out there. Um, lost quite a few golf balls. I was running pretty low today as I, I came straight straight from Cambridge out here, but uh, I, I I love the Western golf atmosphere out here for sure. A lot of just hidden gems, that's for sure. Yeah, it must be nice. I think this is the first time I played in like a month because I was driving on the 4th of July. Yeah, I can't relate to that. <laughs> no, that must be tough. Yeah, I had to make that trek back in from Columbia, Missouri, and let me tell you what, it's a little... It, it's, it's long enough to realize, yeah, I've been in the car for a while, so... You know, you know, you start to realize, and then especially when when you have you know the trip from Omaha to Scotts Bluff, the, the mighty trek across Nebraska. Oh yeah, you start to realize that you're becoming awfully friendly with the car and <laughs> Yeah, the U-Haul yesterday was interesting. We got off on that gravel road, and there was a couple of hills where I looked over at Sam, who looked like he had his foot all the way to the floor, and we were driving a solid twenty miles an hour. It's like, well, we might not make it. But we did. We are here. We made it. And we got to play golf today. So all in all, not too bad. Um, so Alec, uh, you know, haven't had a whole lot of time to watch a lot of golf just with work and everything. But I know for a fact that I won uh, my my buddy's uh, pool for picking Bryson DeChambeau. What, what's going on on tour this week? Yeah, um, the tour will be headed back to Memorial this weekend. For two weeks. For two weeks. Something you... I, not real brushed up on my history in in terms of um, pandemics and golf, but I don't think that that has happened in a great deal of time where the tour has gone to the same course in back-to-back weeks. In, t- in two different tournaments as well. You know, when I originally saw it, I wondered, oh, are they going to make it like one giant aggregate tournament, which would be super cool, but no, it's going to be two separate tournaments, uh, same venue, two weeks apart. Uh, definitely, um, it'll be interesting to see how guys play week two versus week one. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like a lot of guys are there. It's going to be a good draw for the tournament because guys are going to think, well, man, I'm probably going to play a whole lot better the second time around theoretically. And so you should see a pretty star studded lineup out there. And, um, yeah, Bryson came through, got the win. It felt inevitable at this point. I think so. Yeah. I mean, with, with how he's been playing so far this year to not, 
finish one off and get a win seemed like more coincidence rather than anything else. So you, you knew it was coming. Yeah, and you're seeing so many people talking about it. Is he revolutionizing golf? Is the bat going to hold up? You know, so That'll be questions. interesting. Yeah. It, it's going to be pretty cool to follow along. Um, I personally, I'll go out on, I'll go out there and just flat out say I'm not the biggest Bryson fan, <laughs> but I'm, I'm all for some interesting changes coming to golf and seeing how the tour is going to respond, how, you know, how our game might change a little bit. Yeah, personal feelings aside, it's still really interesting to watch how he approaches the golf course. Kiz was up there. I saw Kiz was near the top of the leaderboard. That's always fun to watch. For sure, for sure. And, um, just a little bit back to Bryson. I, oh, yeah. You know, most of you people probably have not seen a ton of me before, but uh, we could not be built any more opposite. Polar opposites. Completely. So, you know, personally, I, I may be a little envious of him. You know, <laughs> my, my long and lanky build is slightly different than his extremely ripped build, but, you know, I still feel like I could maybe putt better than him. Yeah, I mean, who knows? No, no, definitely couldn't. But yeah, you know, I, liked I mean, it. you were lighting it up at uh, Chimney Rock today. I tell you, I think I would have had his number today. Yeah, I think any, I think if those greens are rolling anything besides an eleven, some of those you were going to put off the green. <laughs> You're not wrong. But so, uh, with Bryson's win, he actually moves into fourth for the FedEx Cup standings, which it's a pretty interesting top five. Oh yeah, um, pretty pretty reflective of the uh, official World Golf rankings. You got Webb Simpson up there at the top. Uh, Justin Thomas, um, Sung J.M., Bryson Shambo, and then rounded out is Roy McIlroy. Okay, yeah. So as, as the tour keeps moving, we're eventually going to get into a little bit of major season here. We'll have the PGA coming up out in, uh, I believe, San Francisco. Harding Park, TBC Harding Park, I believe is what it's called. Should be a beautiful venue. Yeah. But, I just can't wait till we get into like major major season. Like seeing the U.S. Open at Wingfoot's always something special. That's so gonna it's going to be said. And then November Masters is going to be awesome. Augusta in the fall. You've already got my mouth watering. Yeah, it's going to be the PGA Tour golf is just going to consistently get better and better as we move towards those majors. Yeah, and unfor- we saw a little bit of unfortunate news. Um, tours perspective this week that the memorial will not be having fans like um, originally planned they were going to have them at about 20 percent capacity i believe was the plan but with with some recent uh, surges in COVID 19 they've decided to just go ahead and play it smart and just keep keep it with the fanless golf which i i still stick by it i think it's interesting just watching guys go out there and play and sometimes they're they're finding themselves in places where they wouldn't have necessarily been, where the rough wasn't quite matted down by fans and foot traffic, and it's just, it's interesting to me. No grandstands or anything like that either. Yeah, it's kind of fun to watch them roll one pass to the grand, or like to the cart path, when in reality they would have backstopped it with a grandstand and gotten relief. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it definitely comes with drawbacks. Um... Yeah, so obviously some some really interesting stuff coming up on the tour, and we'll we'll be keeping you guys updated there, especially with our Nebraskans as they're moving forward. Not a whole lot of action there from our guys this week, but uh, they'll be back out there competing for sure. But uh, coming back to Nebraska a little bit, uh, Will, you were the only one down at Girls 4 State, so we, we always like to talk about some of the best shots, craziest shots, interesting things that we saw, maybe the best thing that we ate. So, well, I can give you one of those. Um, with it. Well, first of all, best place I've, I ate was def, was one hundred percent. It's called Booches. It's a uh, it's the it's a hole in the wall kind of uh, restaurant in downtown Columbia, Missouri, and they have the best hamburgers I have ever had. It's a hot take right there. 
It, no, if you tried them, it wouldn't be. I'm down. It's good. They're they. I mean, they're also pretty perennially ranked as one of the best like college restaurants or college town restaurants in the country. It's it's pretty. It's a big Columbia staple, and it's 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 interesting. It's cash only. Which usually deters me from going there ninety percent of the time. But that's when you know the food has got to be good. Oh yeah. Oh, completely. Um, best shot that I saw this week. Um, I think I have a couple. Uh, one of them was a pretty straightforward shot, but it was the context of it that made it pretty good. It was uh, Danica Bader on the eighteenth hole. I believe it was in four ball matches because hers went the full eighteen. Um, and she had, they went down one on the 17th and had, uh, it looked like Iowa was going to put it away on the 18th green, but they missed a putt. So it set up probably a four or five footer for Danica to win the hole and tie the match. And she put it, she buried it in the cup. And it's one of those things where she knew what was going on. She knew Nebraska needed a point because I don't know if we had gotten any up to that, uh, up until then. Or we had, but anyway, always want to pick up a point, and she just very calmly and confidently drained that putt. Um, craziest shot? Oh, there's a couple. I'm trying to think. I'd say Bailey steals really big putt on the sixth. It was or seventh, seventh. It was the seventh hole. Um, her putt on the seventh hole. She rolled in a big one to win the hole, and I think they eventually won that match, so it was really exceptional uh, there as well. But yeah, I mean, that was my week in Columbia, Missouri, you know, definitely some good golf on a good venue, and yeah, you got to get the Booch's Burger while you're down there. I mean, if, if I catch an invite down to Columbia, Always. I, I, might ha- I might have to pull up, so... Maybe I'll get out of the Country Club of Missouri, too, you know, and just get yeah, the whole I mean, experience. It's it's quite the course. I would definitely recommend it to anybody who has the opportunity to play it. Yeah, so hopefully we'll have um, plenty more to talk about on the ne- next episode with uh, Best Shot, Craziest Shot, and especially with the best thing that we ate this week. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, you know, I think there's probably some good hidden gems that we haven't found out here in Scott's Bluff yet. Um, but we'll, they, it's interesting. We'll have to ask our uh, full-time staff. They stopped at a local place called Scotty's Hamburgers for lunch. And I walked into their room and thought immediately, oh, wow, we made the wrong decision going to Jimmy John's. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just have to swing by sometime. We'll be out here all week. Oh, yeah, we'll be here. Um, so, yeah, I believe that's our episode. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at NGA Golf. You're going to get all the action from this week at Scott's Bluff Country Club. Alec, hopefully we'll have a good week of golf. Absolutely. we got the Nebraska Junior Am and the Girls Am coming at you here from Scott's Bluff. Going to be a great week here in Nebraska for some junior golf. All right. Stay tuned, everybody.